out of the depth, I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, hear my prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today begins the long preparatory cycle before the greatest feast of our liturgy, Easter. Three Sundays of preparation before following Jesus' steps in the desert. Before uniting ourselves to our Savior in His silent and deep retreat. And before facing His passion, death and failing His glorious resurrection. Septuagesima, the Sunday that we celebrate today, meditating on the fall of man. Sexagesima, meditating on the deluge next Sunday. And Quinquagesima, meditating on the sacrifice of Abraham. Through that liturgical season, season is described the fight between good and evil, between the almighty power of God and the power of Satan. The constant battle we have to face on earth is described through the 40 days of Lent, and finally the victory promised by God, victory over the power of evil through the resurrection of our Lord. Out of the depth I cry to you, O Lord, hear my voice. In order to enter in this preparation before Easter, only one attitude is possible. Attitude of humility. Attitude of total dependence from God's grace. Attitude which necessarily implies to recognize our weakness, our misery, our imperfections, our incapacity to follow His will without His constant help and support, without His grace. So we are starting today, and you see through the color of the mass, purple, no more hallelujahs, no more gloria. We are starting today our pilgrimage to Golgotha, putting aside all Christmas decorations, now following Him to His passion and resurrection. And therefore, we need to adopt that same attitude as He did before facing His death. He accepted to embrace our human nature but free from all sin. He gave us the example for us to follow. So let us begin that pilgrimage with a contrite heart and soul, with a profound hatred for sin, with a deep, deep contrition for our, all our sins, so as to be able to unite ourselves to Him and to receive from Him everything we need in order to know, to love, and to serve Him better. Each one of us has been called to follow Christ on His way of the cross. Of the cross, If we are here today in this little chapel, it is because God, from all eternity, wanted us to participate in a certain way to His passion and to His glorious resurrection. If only we accept to take our cross with Him. If only we accept, like the laborers in today's gospel, to work in His vineyard to work in and for his church. Don Guéranger, in his commentary on the liturgical year, explains, the morning is our childhood. The third hour that we read in the Gospel, according to time division used by the ancients in counting their day, is sunrise. It is our youth. The sixth hour, by which name they called our midday, is manhood. The eleventh hour, which immediately preceded sunset, is old age. The master of the house, 
calls his laborers at all these various hours. They must go that very hour. They that are called in the morning may not put off their starting for the vineyard under the pretext of going afterwards, when the master shall call them later, saying, Why do you stand here all day idle? In fact, through our baptism, we have been constituted members of the church, children of God and laborers of His vineyard. Far from us, therefore, any kind of spiritual torpor, spiritual sloth, or spiritual laziness, as if we feel that sloth, and if we feel that sloth, that spiritual laziness, has taken too much place in our soul, it is not too late to renew the commitments of our baptism, commitments of our Catholic faith, of our vocation, of our marriage, and so on. We have the promise not to be left alone. Go you also into the vineyard, as we just read, and I will give you whatever is just, says our Savior Andrew D. What could be the reward for working in a vineyard where the grapes used to make that wine is priceless? These grapes are nothing else than the sacrifice of Jesus, to which we participate, which will become a heavenly wine, his own precious blood. There be very many come to the faith, comments St. Gregory, but very few arrive at the heavenly kingdom. Many follow God in words, but shun Him in their lives. Whereof spring two things to be thought upon. The first, that none should presume of concerning himself. For though he be called to the faith, he knows not whether he shall be chosen to the kingdom. Secondly, that none should despair of his neighbor, even though he sees him lying in vices, because he knows not the riches of divine mercy." End of quote. Once again, we have the description of what should be our attitude at the very beginning of that pilgrimage to the New Jerusalem, to Mount Golgotha. Humility against any type of presumption, and charity towards our neighbor. That is the exact attitude of our Lord. Come to me, take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. So for our pilgrimage, now until Easter, the way has already been paved for us. We just need to follow the star. I would like to give you that famous exhortation or prayer that you all certainly know already from the great St. Bernard as a guideline for our pilgrimage before Easter, holding Mary's hand. All of you, he says, who see yourselves amid the tides of the world, tossed by the storms and tempests, rather than walking on the land, do not turn your eyes away from this shining star, unless you want to be overwhelmed by the hurricane. If temptation storms, or you fall upon the rocks of tribulation, look at the star call upon Mary. If you are tossed by the waves of pride or ambition, detraction or envy, look to the star and call upon Mary. If anger or avarice or desires of the flesh dash against the sheep of your soul, turn your eyes to Mary. 
If troubled by the enormity of your crimes, ashamed of your guilty conscience, terrified by a dread of the judgment, you begin to sink into the gulf of sadness or the abyss of despair. Think of Mary. In dangers, in anguish, in doubt, think of Mary, call upon Mary. Let her name be ever on your lips, ever in your heart. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.